This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning. How are you doing, everybody? Michael Zuber from One Rental at a Time. And if you've been following this channel for the last three or four days, you know that I'm trying to upgrade my home network, but AT&T is letting us down. Good news, they show up tomorrow at noon, and we will see what is going on. The good news for the channel is I was able to meet with Greg Dickerson this morning. We were able to record three interviews, and those will be uploaded today. But I won't be able to meet with my other experts that we usually speak with on Monday. So what I'm doing here is I'm doing a reaction video from a video that a subscriber shared with me on my phone. This particular video is calling for a 2021 crash. This particular channel is saying the crash has started. I went ahead and watched it and will share my thoughts. This particular channel is saying these three metrics are the ones that are pointing to a crash. He is saying these three metrics, when you wrap them together, are the reason he is confident in calling for a crash. A couple of things I want to point out is first, this particular channel did not say what a crash is. He didn't even call for a percentage, like prices will be down 5, 10, 15, 20%. I think it is interesting when somebody calls a crash and they don't actually give a number. I'm wondering if we go from 15% appreciation to 8% appreciation, which is what I am calling for. I wonder if this channel will call a crash. Appreciation was crashing 50%. Yeah, it went from 15 to 8. That's not a crash. So in the end, the three metrics that this channel talked about were mortgage apps. Mortgage applications are down. We talk about it on the daily financial news. I think they come out on Tuesdays. Might be Thursdays, but we talk about it every week. So we'll talk about why he's wrong. Two, he talks about construction of new homes surging and why that's a problem. Again, I will share with you why he's wrong. And then finally, lumber prices. He points to the fact that lumber has finally rolled over and is dropping as a reason for real estate to crash. All three of these are somewhere between misinformed and inaccurate. What do I mean by that? Well, you got to remember, I am somebody who is actively building a portfolio. I've been looking in my market every day for 20 years. I have thousands of students that talk to me every week around the country. This is what's going on in the real estate market today. First off, mortgage apps. Well, I think it's fair to say that purchase mortgage applications are an interesting factor to follow. However, what this individual showed as one of their charts was mortgage applications. 
Mortgage applications, I don't know, is an interesting variable, but has no real aspect for housing demand. Do you want to know why? The simple answer is, during the peak or the trough, whatever you want to call it, of the crisis we were through, 80%, 80% of mortgage applications were refinance applications. People were refinancing existing loans, rate, term, cash out, whatever it was. And now refis account for about 60%. So if you do the math, a purchase mortgage was 20% at the peak or trough, depending on how you look. And now they're roughly 40%. So mortgage applications as a bundle has zero are very negligible interest in what is going on with home purchases. The chart that was shared is just inaccurate. It's misleading. It's not understanding. Mortgage applications come from refinance or purchase. Right? See that? It's just not interesting. The second thing to realize, again, because I'm an active investor, I've been in the market. I made 250 offers last year is what was happening last year is homeowners, owner ox, were frankly paying too much, right? I'm an investor. I have to cash flow. So owner occupants were taking care, taking advantage of FHA and other things and overpaying, making things bad investments. What would happen if homeowners retreated a little? Investors would come back. Then as I've shared on other channels and other discussions, right, the uh, real estate mania, it goes homeowners, investors, and behind investors is Wall Street. Wall Street has hundreds of billions of dollars. There is no crash coming. There is seemingly demand behind demand behind demand. So to call a 2021 real estate crash starting right now because you don't understand mortgage applications, refi versus purchase. That's kind of a big mistake. Number two point, construction is surging. Well, if you look at 2018, which is where this individual looked at, and you said, oh, by the way, construction is up 17% since 2018. That's mathematically correct. But the interpretation that that is somehow surging or record-breaking or whatnot is, again, inaccurate. I have been in the market for 20 years. And even a 17% increase in 2020 does not meet current need. Also, 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 in the environment we are exiting, we have historically built housing in not in the right areas. Does everybody realize that the movement of people in the country has generally been south phoenix texas georgia florida tennessee we have a lot of movement which is affecting a lot of local markets and the housing isn't there it's just not there also i've been talking to um, builders because i put out a video two weeks ago talking about builders potentially having their cash flow statement scream bankruptcy. A lot of builders 
have told me what they did is they laid pads, think concrete, and didn't build the structures. So when they do that, it still counts as new construction because the pad is there, but they're actually not building because they have, as we'll see in a minute, high input costs. So again, to say that construction is surging at 17% is mathematically correct, but we are tens of millions of houses short, and we are generally speaking, they're not in the right places. So we need to build in other areas. And then number three, and I feel, I feel for the channel. Talking about lumber prices rolling over, hurting real estate. Really? Lumber prices are down about 30%. Uh, we have had historic run-up. This is all about the supply chain being disrupted and demand being higher than supply was ready. I personally have delayed projects, repairing fence, building decks, things of that nature, because it was just too expensive and I could wait. So lumber needs to come in. It likely won't see, it'll likely be higher than it was going in, but it will not be this inflated. Lumber ran away and caused builders to slow down. To say that lumber prices falling is going to negatively impact housing, I don't get it. We have talked about on my channel during the daily financial news that builders have had to pass on increases. They've had to cancel contracts because the input cost, they were losing money. The fact that lumber is coming into normal ranges means that contracts close, the deals get done, and you start building more and more. So I don't understand how these three things are supposedly pointing to a crash. I wish he would have called a number like, hey, are you calling for a 10% drop? 5%, 20%, what's a crash mean to you? I wish these guys would take a number so we could bet and give some money away to charity, but he did not. A couple of things he did say that I agree with, and you've been following my channel, you have heard me say, one, supply is going up. It simply has to. Normal supply, I've been doing this 20 years, is about three to 3.5 million available homes listed across the country. It troughed, the trough was 1 million. We are up 15% just from last month. We're at 1.15 last time I checked. Yeah, you can say that listings are up 15%, but we're still a third of where we should be. Perhaps my biggest call right now is I expect inventory to double by July 31st. I expect to go from a million to two million homes. Again, that will be interesting because you and me as investors, we will finally have properties to bid on. When you're at a million homes, only homeowners win. Two million homes, you and I can start buying. And then what we don't buy, Wall Street will buy. There's demand behind demand behind demand. So I do think inventory is going to go up. The other thing that this channel talked about is the narrative. And I actually talk about this in my book, One Rental at a Time. The narrative, CNBC, Fortune, Forbes, all of these other channels, they can have an opinion and they can sway consumers, right? 
if the talking heads talk about real estate being a great investment, more people go. If the talking heads talk about real estate being overpriced, they retreat. So he's, this channel is absolutely right that real estate can be driven by the talking heads. So at the end of the day, the mortgage app data he was referencing was inaccurate. Refinances are a huge part of mortgage applications, and they have dropped, right? Interest rates went up for a couple of weeks. They dropped. has nothing to do with purchase demand. Uh, trying to make the connection between lumber falling from a sky-high price to real estate crashing is an interesting reach. I don't get it. And then to talk about building at 17% on 2018 numbers as being a problem is not understanding the long-run trend. So at the end of the day, there is no housing crash. I wish uh, the channel name, I don't think I said, is Reventure Consulting. I think I said that right. I hope I did. Um, there's no crash coming. If he would have said a percentage, we could have put a charity bet on it, but he never did. So again, no crash coming. The last thing I have, what else did I have? I had one more thing. Oh, he talks about home prices and wages. Home prices are increasing faster than wages. Again, wrong. Well, right, but wrong. I don't know how many times I have to tell these new investors. It's not about price. It's not even about income. It's about payment. And if you go back and look at the charts and look at price in 08 and price in 2021, yes, they're very similar or maybe even higher today. But the payment is lower. And oh, by the way, incomes are going up. Houses are more affordable today than they were last time. No crash coming. I don't get it. I don't know. I, the, the only reason these channels create crash videos is because people click on them. I think that video already has 50,000 views or something like that. So in the end, thank you for sharing with me. I'm glad I could do a reaction video. No crash. And lastly, hopefully AT&T gets here tomorrow and fixes my home network. Take care, everyone. Have fun. Bye.